Hello and welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. If you're new around here, subscribe to the channel, drop this video a like and get involved in the comment section down below. We've hit 10,000 subscribers on Up The Villa podcast, which is just absolutely mental. It's a massive, massive number, which is just blows my mind to be fair, absolutely blows my mind. But thank you everybody that enjoys our content, that comments uh, that comments on the live streams, it means the world. So thank you so much. We do now have a members section on the channel as well. It's $1.99 a month and that money helps go back into the channel to get different technology and, and everything like that. So all the money goes back into the channel. So if you would like to be a member, uh, there's a little button next to subscribe um, and it's just $1.99 a month. So thank you. We've already got some members as well. So uh, yeah, thank you very much to those as well. So, World Cup action. Uh, Villa's contingent, most of them have now gone home. Uh, so, I thought I'd do a little video and, and talk about their performances at the World Cup. Uh, talk about Emi Martinez and then we'll touch on England as well towards the end. So, uh, let's have a little look then. So, this is the current World Cup draw. Um, as you can see, Poland lost to France. Uh, Belgium didn't make it out of the group. And we have Emi Martinez in the quarterfinal of a World Cup against Holland. So I don't think Villa have ever had a player that's ever won the World Cup that currently plays, uh, that has played for them at the time of winning it as well. So that would be absolutely massive for Martinez. Uh, and yeah, uh, England v France is up next as well for England. So... I uh, just thought I'd just touch on and, and talk about how I feel like uh, some of the, the Villa players have done. Uh, so we'll start off with Dendonka. He made two appearances at the World Cup for Belgium. Uh, this was his heat map in those games. In, those, in the two games that he played, I was really impressed with Dendonka, to be fair. He was playing in a system that he wouldn't normally play in. He was playing as a, a three in a five at the back. Uh, so he was playing sort of on the right-hand side of the three. Uh, he had a sofa score rating at the World Cup of 7.35, which is is absolutely massive number. Uh, he played two games. Uh, he played 81 minutes uh, across the board. Uh, and this is what I want to touch on. Uh, he had 73 touches per game. 98 pass success rate across the two games, which is absolutely massive. And I know it was the, the opposition he was playing in, maybe, but you know, 98% passing accuracy, 99% in his own half, 94% in the opposition half. That's solid, solid numbers from Dendonka. Uh, so, yeah, I felt like Belgium had a mare, didn't they? No cohesion. It was all over the place. Uh, I couldn't understand what they were trying to do. They were shoehorning De Bruyne into a system that just wasn't working whatsoever. Um, and yeah, it was a it was a it was a bad bad World Cup uh, for Belgium. Matty Cash had a really good World Cup. Uh, I was really interested for Matty Cash because. We know Villa have got aspirations of, of playing in Europe. So to play at a World Cup, the biggest stage in world football, I wanted to see how we did and, and how we performed. And all in all, I'd say he did really well. 
I, if I had to rate him out of 10 for all the games that I saw him play, I'd give Matty Cash a solid 7 out of 10. Um, I think... I think he was up against it at times because of the way Poland were playing. Very defensive. They weren't really getting any any bodies in and around Lewandowski. So it was a real solid, dogged, defensive Poland World Cup display. And with that in mind, Matty Cash was at the forefront of it as a right-back. He didn't really get forward as much as I would have liked to have seen. I'd have liked to have seen him get... A little bit further forward. Let's see what he's all about when he gets into that sort of final third with his distribution. But all in all, it was a really good, solid defensive World Cup. And he came up against some pretty, pretty good players. Uh, So if we have a look at Matty Cash's stats. So Matty Cash's heat map, as you can see, pretty defensive around here. Majority of his heat was around uh, defending. And as you can see, attacking-wise, final third, like I was saying, it petered out a little bit. And this is the area which you were sort of seeing him getting in against France. Getting there, but just not having anybody to pass to. Didn't have any willing runners. Wasn't really able to overlap. So you saw that time and time again for Poland that he would get in this position and the move would sort of break down. There was times against France where he had his arms open like this, wanting the ball in acres of space, sort of in behind Mbappe, but they, they just couldn't really find him. So 6.60 for Matty Cash. I'd give him more or less a seven. Uh, so he played four games, 90 minutes in each game. Touches per game, 51%. Accuracy in his own half, 80 uh, in his own, in, uh, per game, 80. Opposition half, 91. In his own half, 91. And opposition half, 64. So a pretty, pretty solid uh, defensive display. He kept two clean sheets. Uh, ground jewels, he won 40% of his ground jewels, 67% of his aerial jewels. Uh, so I think Matty Cash had a pretty, pretty solid World Cup. And I think fair play to him because, you know, playing at that level, you know, his last game he played Mbappe, who I thought first half Matty Cash was really good against Mbappe. Really good. He was determined. He was winning the tackles. He was he was he, he was playing really well against Mbappe. And um what I would say about Mbappe is I don't think any defender can mark Mbappe for 90 minutes. I think he's 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 at that calibre of player where yeah, you could do well for 45, 60, but in the, he will get the better of you. And uh, yeah, so that's what I'd say about Mbappe. And then he came up against Messi. Do you know what I mean? What a World Cup for Matty Cash. He's come up against two of the best players in the world, if not the greatest player that's ever played the game in Lionel Messi. <coughs> so Matty Cash, fair play to you. Uh, have a little rest and then come back far in for Boxing Day. Right, the main man, Emi Martinez, he started with a, with a stinker. And that weren't just his fault, by the way. Argentina started with a stinker. I tipped Argentina to win this World Cup. And I'm starting to see why I feel like they can win this World Cup. Because as a team, 
as a unit, they are really, really solid. If you want a team for sort of like uh, game management, they are this team. They're, they're solid defensively. They're solid in midfield. They've got pace up top. They've got Lionel Messi, who's just playing absolutely remarkable. Um, and they're, they're just playing really, really well now. And, and, and what I like about them is that they dominate the game. They, they suck the life out of the opposition and they wear them down and they and they uh, they tore them out. So I'm really impressed with Argentina. Uh, we saw in the last game, Martinez with that massive save towards the end, absolutely huge. And you can tell that all the Argentina team absolutely love Martinez as well. His distribution's been brilliant. He just looks like a world-class goalkeeper. And I'm so proud that Emi Martinez is our goalkeeper because he's done really, really well. So if we have a little look at uh, Martinez, his stats then. So across the tournament so far, 6.63. Pretty low, to be fair. He's kept two clean sheets. Uh, and two clean sheets, 90 minutes in every game. Uh, goals conceded per game, 0.8. Uh, saves per game, 40%. Uh, touches per game, 25.5. Uh, he's kept two clean sheets. Uh, his passing accuracy, 62%. In his own half, 90. Opposition half, 80, uh, 12%. And accuracy on long balls, 19%. And accuracy on chipped, cross, uh, chipped passes, 33%. So, Martinez <coughs> doing really, really well. I hope he can get past Holland, but that's a tough game. Uh, so, yeah, we've got one player left in it, Martinez. Uh, and I wish him all the best because he's on the opposite side to England. So I feel like I can support Argentina still and I hope that they do really well. Uh, and then touching on England, uh, the day after the 3-0 win against Senegal. So impressed. So impressed. I mean, I tipped us to struggle in this game. I thought... That would pose us real problems. Uh, and, the, you know, they've, they've done really, really well. Bellingham, absolutely class. He's so good. So good. Again, best player on the pitch, dominating the ball, running in behind, uh, breaking up play. Oh, it's, he's absolutely sensational. Uh, I thought Saka had a decent game. Foden starting to... Starting to show that magic now, isn't he, Foden? Uh, and it was brilliant to see Kane get a goal as well. Defensively, we looked <coughs> a little bit suspect to the pace, uh, which I'm sure we'll be working on with Mr Mbappe coming up as well. But all in all, England, yeah, can't, can't ask for much more. Big, big test coming up, though. So let's see how we do after France. So... Thanks, everybody, for watching. Cheers for all the support. Up the Villa and up the England.